Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy New Year, Eagles fans, and welcome in to Locked on Eagles. This is your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, as always, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you for making Locked on Eagles your first listen each and every day. I'm Louis DiBiase. He is Gino Camilleri. It's a Friday edition of the show, guys. Episode number five of five, downloaded into your phone wherever you get the podcast. We're available on YouTube as well, on Twitter at Lockdown Birds at GC24 underscore football and at DBLCLOE. As always on Fridays, it's Lockdown QB1. We're going to talk a lot about Jalen Hurts today as he gears up for two more games, has an opportunity on Sunday to clinch a playoff berth for the Birds in his first year as QB1. But uh, Gina, before we kick off the show, it's New Year's 2022 coming uh, tomorrow. We did our 2021 episode, the year in review on Wednesday. So you can check that out wherever you get your shows. And uh, just want to shout out our fans. I mean, combined with our downloads on our podcast platforms and on YouTube, we hit over 500,000 for the year for the first time in four years. So just got to shout out our fans for helping us grow continuously every year since we started this in 2018. And uh, yeah, that was exciting to see for sure. That kind of made my day. It's one of those things that I really step back every year and I say, man, yeah. what is life? Like I go back 20 years and I'm sitting in my room that was painted midnight green and white as a kid watching here, these man. games. And now we get to talk about them each and every day, but it doesn't happen without the fans. If mm. the fans aren't there, Lou, it's just you and I screaming at each other over these microphones. Which we would people, still do, but it's yeah, cool absolutely. that we have like 500,000 you know, people listening. Yeah, and the thing is we're going on another season. It's going to be season five next year. It's just surreal that we've been together for this long. We just mm -hmm. surpassed 750 episodes on our way to 1,000, yep. and I, I want to hit that million mark, and it all starts with the fans and just getting the word out there saying that you love the show and liking, subscribing, rating, and it's free. Like, What day and age can you get something five days a week that doesn't require you to pay anything right. at all? And we love every single one of our fans. We love the interaction on Twitter. Really what keeps me going each and every day. This is my job. I gave up my career in accounting to come do this each and every day. And let me tell you, it was the best decision, all because of the people that tune in each yeah. and every day. So thank you guys 100%. so much. 500,000, Lou. Whew, that's a 500,000. They didn't roll away when after the 2020 season. Everybody came back and uh, – We've had a great 2021. It's been a super fun season, and hopefully the Eagles can get us a playoff appearance to kick off the 2022 season. Of course, Gino, that's going to start under center with the quarterback, with Jalen Hurts. And like I said, today is locked on QB1. We'll get into our thoughts on Jalen's performances. The last two games against Washington and New York, some pretty consistent passing, maybe the most consistent he's been all year as a passer. Still some room to grow as well. And then coming up, like if the Eagles do make the playoffs, I want to take a look at like how the Eagles stack up with their quarterback compared to who they might face in the NFC and just the overall playoff picture. But uh, Gino, before we get into that, again, just overall, uh, what were your thoughts on the game against the Giants? I mean, Hertz started pretty slow again when they were in obvious passing situations, but we talked about it earlier in the week, how he bounced back, how impressive it was. What did you like from the performance from Hertz, and what were some things that were uh, still you know, areas of, of improvement for you? I always look at Jalen and his 
non-snowball factor, I like to call this, that when mm -hmm. things do go bad, he doesn't seem to snowball because we always got on him, Lou, that in the beginning of the season, his performance came down the stretch when teams like were out of it, they're up big. But hats off to a guy that just doesn't stumble out of the gate. I mean, if he does stumble out of the gate, he doesn't continue to trip and fall along the way. I like that he keeps the team in it no matter what. Outside of that Giants game, he has been in games late in one-score games down the stretch mm -hmm. against the Chargers, even against the Giants in that performance, Lou. They have been doing well with Jalen at the quarterback position by limiting the amount of throws that he makes. They're not putting him over 30 throws a game, which is right where he should be. They're maximizing what he could do in the pass game by getting help from his receivers. And they have that good bond right now, Lou. And he's building that bond with not just Devontae and Dallas Goddard. You've seen it improve with Quez Watkins over the last mm -hmm. couple of weeks. You've seen that rapport build with Jalen Rager and a guy whose confidence was as low as Jalen Rager to allow a quarterback to trust that player still. Because going back to Carson Wentz, Lou, like you look at the Urch year, right? When he had all those receptions, what was the main factor of that? It was because he didn't trust the other guys around him. He wanted to feed the one guy that he trusted. Jalen is giving his guys opportunities to go and make plays. And as long as he doesn't turn the ball over and uses his legs to his advantage when necessary, not always needed, but when mm -hmm. necessary, that's been his winning performances. And we saw that last week. We saw that against Washington. And I like what he's been doing coming out of the gate in the second half. Lou. He might not start hot in the first quarter, yeah. but coming out in that third quarter, he typically does pretty well in those last two minutes before half and those first yeah. four minutes after halftime. I agree. And I think those are the most important times to be good, and especially this late yeah, in the definitely. year. Uh, that is a huge I think it's very underrated how important those middle – six to eight minutes are in a sure. game. Like, especially when you defer well, it sets the tone. to win a I game. Mean, it definitely into does. the locker room, like at halftime and then coming out of the gate. I mean, that's huge. Like in the NBA, I remember with the Golden State Warriors when they were at the top of their powers, that was the best third quarter team I've ever seen. Absolutely. Like a, a two-point game, got the doors got blown open by eight straight threes in the third quarter. And so, yeah, that's a it's a huge strength to have. And overall, like there's some areas of criticism I want to get into with Hurts still definitely. in the passing game that were exposed again. But overall, I thought... The last two games, they started really slow against Washington and against New York, but I thought it was his his most consistent passing um, of the year where just like areas of improvement that I really liked seeing him stay consistent with, you know, pocket presence, decision-making in the pocket, and also like when he's running, when to run to run and when mm -hmm. to run to open up the pass. His accuracy has been a lot improved. I mean, right now his on target throws, it's at 78.6%, which is eighth in the NFL. His bad throw percentage is only at 13.6%. That's the third lowest in the NFL. So he is taking strides as a passer. And like you said, I just love seeing him bounce back in the second half. And you, you mentioned the trust factor. And I think one thing with, that was good with Carson Wentz at the end of 2019 was he started to trust Greg Ward and, you know, mm. Deontay Burnett down the stretch and Joshua Perkins to make some plays. Cause eventually that's all you got. You got to trust them. And I like seeing Hertz give Devonte Smith chances down the field, give Quez Watkins one-on-one -on -one balls, even when they aren't wide open, mm. give those guys an opportunity to go get the, go get the ball in the air. Like the Dallas Goddard pass on Tuesday night wasn't a great throw, but I like the philosophy of giving Goddard a chance. And so to me, that was uh, really encouraging to see. And I've been, pretty happy overall with what he's been as a passer the last couple weeks.
he's just putting like all the good pieces of his game together down the stretch, which is good because even in those games when they were getting the doors blown off them early on, the best part of his game was those two minute drills. He went a few games in a row where he was consistently putting them in a position to win in that two minute drill going into halftime. And then he adds that on with his trust factor that he started to build. I think Denver was that turning point where he allowed Devontae Smith to go up and catch those balls. And then the accuracy, Lou, I think we have to talk about that in his last two games. That has been much improved. Removed from those sub-50% completion percentage performances in the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah, there was. But now that they're efficient with their passing, they're doing very well with Jalen Hurts in controlling what his output should be with his arm and with his legs. And I think right now is a good combination of everything. He still has to get out of the gate hot. He still has to stop making those silly mistakes where he has one hand on the football when there's three guys in the pocket and he ends up fumbling, throwing a bad interception. But you cut out those things, Lou. He's kind of putting it all together. And the evolution that you wanted to see in a quarterback who you were evaluating in his first full season I think you're at least getting questions and a closer culmination to finding your answer in the guy. Like either way, you're going to get there at some point and it could have muddied the waters if he continued to do that snowball effect, which I Mm -hmm. talked about in many of those games, but answering a lot of those concerns that we had are good things. Even if it takes you a full season to develop them or 16 weeks, show me the development. Right. Show me showing, that you're growing, and he is. Yeah. He absolutely is. He's certainly showing a certain level of development and improvement. Um, there are some areas, again, too, though, I want to see. You know, I was watching J.T. O'Sullivan's quarterback school film study on Hertz versus Washington Tuesday night, and it was funny because the same day I was watching, for some reason I stumbled upon Jalen Hurts's draft journey before the 2020 draft, and it showed him sitting down with you know his quarterback coach, uh, Quincy Avery, who we actually had on Lockdown Eagles before the season. And it was just interesting to see like Avery's critique of Hertz and then you know what O'Sullivan pointed out and a lot of the criticisms and areas of improvement are still exactly the same that I want to see um I feel like right now they should be more improved by this point. Like, you know, missing open targets, you know, hesitation to throw with anticipation, especially in tighter windows. He's still very heel clicky with footwork. I don't know. I didn't realize how many plays he did in that first half against Washington how many plays he left on the field because of his arm. So there's things in those areas though, that I do still want to see improvement on. And I'm very curious to see like if the Eagles make the playoffs and if they play, you know, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Matt, St- I mean, in the NFC, pretty much you're destined as the seventh seed to play a good quarterback in the first round. When, what and I want to see is third, yeah. right. <laughs> so what I want to see is when the team knows you have to throw, when you have to keep up, with a star quarterback like the Eagles have had to every game this year, they've played one because the defense hasn't been able to stop them. Then can you continue those development areas, those progressions you've made when it's obvious and when you have to do it over and over and over again, can you get rid of that slow first half the last two games and put it all together? That's really, again, it's, we've been saying it for about a month or two now because Hertz has continuously made smaller steps in his development. But now when it's obvious and when you have to do it consistently against a really good team, can you do it? So I feel like, you know, that's why people say, like, what does making the playoffs matter for the Eagles? It really does matter because Gino can help you find out, you know, it's not just a short term thing. It can help you find out long term answers like putting him in that kind of test will be fascinating to see how he does. 
it's one of those things that you're never going to look back in an evaluation process and say making the playoffs was bad because you were at least huge stage to see where it is. Yeah. It's one of the games that if I'm looking at a player coming out of college, high school, the first game I'm going to, I'm going to how far they went in the playoffs and I'm going to watch that game. I'm going to watch the best competition that they played during the most important time of the year. And you're exactly right, Lou. Even right now, you got to give them credit, though, because down the stretch, they didn't lose in the month of December. That's unbelievable. When is the most important time of the year in the NFL? December. Can you get it right down the stretch? And you got two more games. Maybe just one. Maybe just one with the Kirk Cousins news that he won't be playing against Green Bay. He might help us out there. I did not hear that. You did that, not actually. see that? Oh, I've been living under a rock today. Oh, my gosh. I did not Kirk know. Kirk Cousins has COVID, and he will not be playing against the Green Bay So Packers. it's up to Kellen Mond to save the season against Aaron Rodgers. It is up to Kellen Mond to beat Aaron Rodgers. Gino, man, the Eagles basically went on Davis Sunday. Davis Mills to beat Jimmy – or no, not Jimmy G. Trey Lance – Lou, what more could you ask for? Trey Lance has a chance to help put the Eagles in the playoffs. That would feel as great. long as the Eagles handle their own business, which I completely yeah. think that they, they should do need and to handle it. I, yeah, this opportunity on Sunday is massive. They take care of business, Gino, and this isn't 2018 where you need Chicago to pull off that big right. win against Minnesota, or 2019 where you got to the, the stakes are just as high. But brother, I'll never yeah. forget the scenario there. It's that a was... lot. It's a lot more doable this year. They just got to handle business on Sunday, and it starts with Jalen Hurts. Guys, this is Locked on Eagles. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. But before we do that, we have a message from our great friends over at Bilt Bar. And you know what I'm having today. I haven't eaten yet, Lou. I'm too anxious for this Eagles game. It's right on the eve of some great football. But I'm going to sit down after this and have me some Bilt Bars. You know what? I'm going to grab a cup of coffee. And it's New Year's, so make sure you grab something that's healthy. It'll help you hit all your goals. And it's delicious. Come on. You're going to go into your candy jar. You're going to pull out a built bar because we're changing the calendar and we're changing our goals. We're getting healthy in 2022. We're going to be the best versions of ourselves. And it all starts with what you eat. Built bars are delicious. They contain low calories, low carbs, low sugar, but they're high in protein. So those of you who want to build some muscle, those of you who want to lose some weight, turn it into the new year. Like myself, I ate a few too many cookies, Lou. I got to eat some more built bars, and that's exactly what I'll My be doing. My whole fridge right now is baked goods. I got to rely on these built bars. <laughs> yeah, let me tell <laughs> you. As soon as, as soon as one one hits, I'm turning the calendar, and I'm eating either a salted caramel, a mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, whatever you like. Go to built.com today. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order. All right, guys, this is Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, and we thank you for making Locked on Eagles your first listen each and every day. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. Happy New Year, everybody. Today is Locked on QB1. We're getting into Jalen Hurts. And uh, Gino, you know, as you mentioned at the end of segment one, Trey Lance starting for the 49ers against Houston, right? That's against the Texans. Yes, You've got Kirk Cousins out against Green Bay. Kellen Mond has to start a rookie quarterback against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, who are fighting for that first round bye. If the Eagles win, it looks like they're going to be in the playoffs. And so it's a huge opportunity. And Gino, it's a huge opportunity for a first year starting quarterback, second year, but first time, you know, full time starting mm-hmm. quarterback to get his team into the playoffs. And I was kind of thinking about it before the show, like, you know, as I typically do, I like to compare it to past Eagles teams. I'm like, who does Jalen Hurts in this 2021 team remind me of a whole lot? Because it's like, I was thinking about it. If the Eagles get into the playoffs, is that the first time 
a quarterback since his first season as the full-time starter has made it. So it was Donovan McNabb, 2000. He was a full-time quarterback in year two. They did make it that season. Um, Nick Foles actually did it as well in 2013. So it, it was interesting, you know, comparing Hertz and the 2021 Eagles to those squads. It does kind of give me like 2013 Eagles vibes. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, you have the way Nick Foles was on fire that year and Chip Kelly in that offense, right? It was a new head mm-hmm. coach, a new quarterback, a super explosive offense that puts up points consistently. And like that team, you still kind of wonder with this one, especially the quarterback, like, is it sustainable, right? That next year, there was talk, I remember, even after that 27-2 and performance when the Eagles were on the clock and Rich Eisen was talking about Chip Kelly recruited Johnny Manziel. Would this be a thing that they considered taking Johnny football? And it's, you know, kind of the same thing this year. Like, after what's going to be a really good, you know, 2021 campaign, there's going to be talks about the Eagles and quarterbacks in this draft. So it does kind of give me 2013 vibes for sure. I would even say it almost goes to the first year that Donovan started because that was a team that had a sound defense, Mm -hmm. a team that was turning the corner, coming off of a bad 99 year. They had to turn the calendar, get a good quarterback. They did. They get McNabb. He goes in there with a good defense, and then the rest is history the next four years. Can they be like that team, Lou, or can they be the Chip Kelly team? Which was way more sustainable. That that was the first step into making – multiple NFC titles. Yeah, that's the ideal comparison. Yeah, and coming into this segment, we mentioned a lot of things, the Kirk Cousins news and Trey Lance having to beat Houston. I think the one thing that the Eagles have done well for now almost two decades is just controlling their controllables, just winning the games they have to win down the stretch. And it always seems, Lou, that they're always in the hunt and they always have a chance in the last two weeks to pull out a miracle with all these different things going awry, and they do. I look back to that year. They they were the sixth seed, almost go to the Super Bowl, lose to Arizona. 2008, they had, yeah. They had to have everything go right for them, and it did. And now, once again, Lou, with a guy in Jalen Hurts who comes from Alabama, in Nick Saban's philosophy, above everything else, like Jalen Hurts says, don't eat the rat poison. Just control what you can control. They have a guy who right now, his one mission is to beat the Washington football team in a manner that should leave no doubts to how good he believes he is. Because right now, it comes down to how well your quarterback is going to perform. I don't care how well the defense is going to play, because if you lose to Washington, there's a chance you have to go and beat the Cowboys Let's just handle our business now. Let's I not know. even think about week eight. Especially with Kirk out right and Lance here. starting. You just... Yes. Beat Washington and it's Ron Rivera Chips said it. in the middle of the table, man. Right. Like, and did Ron Rivera say at, at some point Kyle Allen might play? It might might yes. not even beat Taylor Heineke the entire game. Just, yeah, do not. Because Dallas, there's no scenario, Gino, where I think Dallas is going to rest starters. Because even if Green mm. Bay won this week, I mean, even if Dallas didn't have a chance at the one seed, which I think they're going to heading into week 18, but even if they didn't, you're going to want to, for seeding, not have to be the oh, four yeah. seed. You're going to want to be the two or three because you don't want to play Arizona in the first round or San Francisco. I'd much rather play, although Philadelphia is a tough first round yeah. uh, matchup as well, I would much rather play Philadelphia or Minnesota or New Orleans compared oh, to those absolutely. other teams. So, yeah, you got to take care of business now because Dallas is still going to be hungry in that game, and the Eagles have not had success against Dallas lately. 
Yeah, our friend Marcus Mosier over at Locked On Cowboys said it. Somebody said that the Eagles would be one of the feistiest teams in the playoffs, and he said, I would be much more worried to play San Francisco. And quite frankly, I would too with their defensive front, how well they're playing, oh, yeah. how well Kyle Shanahan does Who knows? If Trey Lance gets hot and starts right. this Kaepernick 2012-like thing, it's dangerous. And that's a, that's the thing, Lou. They're a team with expectations. They have something that they want to live up to, something that they want to look forward to. And I think Shanahan has Super Bowl on his mind. The Eagles are coming in here. They put their chips in the middle of the table, but that's house money. They're all in for this stretch right now just to continue this evaluation process. They didn't cut the season off at week 16 because they were eliminated. They're not eliminated. They still have at least three more weeks to evaluate this roster. And the most important person, Lou, QB1. We do a whole show on it each and every week for a reason. Put them in their own realm of importance for a franchise. Jalen Hurts can prove a lot. He could do a lot of, I would say, talking without talking by doing it on the field the last three weeks. And, Lou, I want to come out, even if they do lose that first playoff game, right, and say, I think Jalen can compete with those guys. That's what I want to know by the end of this stretch. Because I I think that's ultimately what you want to know your quarterback can do. Can he perform against an Aaron Rodgers, against the Dak Prescott, against the Tom Brady, even against the young Kyler Murray. Those t- those teams in the NFC, or I mean, we didn't even mention St- Matt Stafford. Like any of those quarterbacks, if you could keep that game within a score and your defense does enough to put your team in a position where you might be able to win one of those games, well, it's going to lay at their feet in the hands of Jalen Hurts, bro. I mean, look That's at 2013, the, the year I was comparing it to, Nick Foles against Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Right. Like He left the field you know, with the lead. And if you can do that kind of thing against a much better quarterback and a better team where, you know, you maybe have the lead late or you're in it till the very end, Mm -hmm. you know, that's something to feel really good about. I agree. I don't think they need to necessarily win a game if they make the playoffs, but it does go a long way still in the long-term evaluation to see, can Jalen Hurts hang with these quarterbacks? Can he be more like, you know, even with Foles in 2013, even after that game, it still felt like, you know, how sustainable really was that it'd be awesome if it would be more like, you know, the early two thousands with McNabb um, mm-hmm. and Jalen who, I don't know, he, he would probably compare most to a young McNabb right now. Right. I mean, com- like he's, he doesn't have the explosiveness of a Vic or a Cunningham. He wasn't as big, but McNabb had very underrated mobility and, you know, they both have that winning makeup. Mm-hmm. The question just is with Hertz, can he take a 2004 like step that uh, McNabb did eventually? Yeah, I would like to see that. And now, Lou, I think we at least have to give this kid 2022. Like, that's where you're at. Like, even if he wins Unless this you could game, trade for Rodgers or Wilson, but I yes, my, I, mean, I, I still yeah. very highly doubt. Well, and Gino now, too, because they're picking, what, 19th, 20th? Exactly. I mean, they're... So, and the talks that they want to move one or two of those first-round picks to 2023, you're at least going to have one or two picks to invest in your defense, which is also going to help your offense in a way, or if you have a playmaker, like let's say Traylon Burks just continues to fall for some reason and you want a a number two receiver that's going to complement Devontae very well. I'm just speaking out loud here. Or even a, a Tyler Linderbaum on the interior offensive line. All of those moves would help your team and help the confidence of Hertz saying that, okay, they are willing to build around me. I can't let 2022 be a slip up year. So let's handle business. In or even the same, like even yeah, if he exactly, there's got to be a bigger step. 
Yeah, totally, but I, I think totally. I agree with you. I mean, I still, and we'll talk about it in the off season, like, you know, if, if Hertz doesn't do much more and maybe takes a couple big steps back in the next few weeks and you miss the playoffs and I don't know, yeah, you recognize then we have concerns. Then right, and problem. then maybe, I don't know, like still if Corral was in range to trade up a little bit for Malik Willis, mm-hmm. I still am not totally turning that off, but I agree. Like if Hertz keeps taking these steps and you do make the playoffs and you play well against another team's great quarterback, yeah, I think, you know, the, if I was a betting man right now, I would say Jalen's the guy in 2022. Guys, this is Locked On QB1. We'll continue this episode of Locked On Eagles coming up next. But today's show is sponsored by Bet Online, and Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs. We've got uh, Alabama and Cincinnati. In just uh, 15 minutes here from when Gino and I are recording, we'll see what happens with Desmond Ritter against that Crimson Tide defense. Make sure you bet on all the games this year, not just with football, but with basketball, the NHL, boxing, and UFC. Write your favorite Vegas casino games at Bet Online, their website, or mobile device, and sign up today to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is when you use our promo code. It's locked on, L O C K E D O N, to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, guys, this is Locked On Eagles. We are Locked On QB1 today, as we always are on Fridays. And uh, you can find all our shows on any podcast platform and on YouTube as well. We thank you for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. So, Gino, we're kind of talking about like, you know, the Eagles got to take care of business still. They got to beat Washington, but with Kirk Cousins out on Sunday with Trey Lanson for San Francisco, I think that helps out the Niners beat Houston potentially this week, and that'll put the Eagles into the playoffs. So we're not getting too ahead of ourselves. We're kind of taking a look like, okay, what's the next step? It would be Jalen Hurts playing really well and kind of going toe-to-toe with one of these quarterbacks you have to play in the playoffs. Right now, the Eagles at the seventh seed would play Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. And if they don't play them, it could be Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford or Tom Brady or Kyler Murray. Like no matter what, they're going to play a really good quarterback if they make the playoffs. So to wrap up the show, I was looking at the playoff picture in both conferences. I don't know. I don't think Hertz is the worst quarterback in the playoffs. Would he, would he be? I mean, I like him better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I like him I, better right. than. The Dolphins right now are the seven seed. I'd take them over Tua. Tua I would take yeah. them over Mac Jones and the Patriots, right? Where do you stand with that? I don't know, man. I like Mac. Yeah, I, you I, like do, I do like Mac man. Jones. I, I like what he is for that offense, but, I mean, you can't say he's better than Aaron. You can't say he's better than Tom. Can't say he's better than Matt. Can't say Ryan he's Tannehill? better than Dak. Yeah, I would say he's on par with Tannehill. I think that same tier they kind of right now. do a lot of the same things within a play-action, run-based offense, which – both of them kind of do, but you're right, Lou. I I want to look back to the middle of the season when we were kind of outlooking this whole this whole schedule, and it was the Raider game, the Denver game, the LA game, where you're going against these quarterbacks that are kind of in that same tier. I mean, Justin, yeah. of course, is is much better. We know that. Go Ducks! Mm-hmm. But you're looking at Jalen Hurts to compete at least with the middle of the road guys, right? And then what can he do against tier one and two? Mm-hmm. because I think he's like a tier three guy right now. I think he should be on par with a lot of those guys, the Tannehills, the Jimmy G's. He should be able to compete against them. But in the round, in round one, where you're going to have to elevate your roster, like no way around it. 
you're going to be playing a better roster. You have to up your team, and right. it starts at the QB position. Can he do that? I'll be interested to see it. I mean, I think that L.A. game, if we could have saw what he did, if the defense got off the field, that would have been a good indication of what mm-hmm. he might be able to do and what he might be able to translate into the playoffs. It's one of those things. I can't give you a firm yes or no answer. Is he going to yeah. do well? Is he not? I- I'm just interested well, to see. It I want to have the ability yeah, to evaluate too. a game like that. That's I all I want. So handle it this week and get there. Yeah, I Plus agree. Plus the chaos scenario ensues and like Houston wins yeah. and right. we have a chance to get to the sixth seed. So we might yeah. actually have to play our starters against Dallas. Mm-hmm. But let's just handle our business, beat Washington, and let the rest do what it has to do. Yeah, I, I agree. And just, yeah, I mean, when you look at the games they've had this year, there's a lot that it's dependent on. You know, I'm just thinking like if the same scenarios that happened this year against these star quarterbacks likely play out in the playoffs. The defense has played a lot better, but Gino against pretty much every top tier quarterback this year, they allowed an 80 plus percent completion percentage. So I'm not saying Jalen Hurts would have to this defense playing. Right. So that's the thing is offense playing that way against good teams. So So who knows? Maybe they would keep universe. Yeah. Maybe they would keep Matt Stafford in check and maybe Jalen Hurts doesn't have to throw 40 times to win the game and they can run, they can run the ball and it doesn't have to be that kind of game. Yeah. If they play Tampa, they didn't even run the ball against Tampa. Exactly. But those games each time outside of the LA game, that situation pretty much did arise. So, and Hertz did not step up to the challenge. It wasn't all on him. It was the defense too. And they have to run more no matter what. But Jalen in those situations this year, outside of the LA game did not step up. He has improved. He's a very different player since that first half of the year when they were playing those guys. But you know, I, that first half against the giants, like that's an, another example of like when he had to start throwing, when they knew they had to throw, he was inconsistent. So hopefully it'll be a big test and hopefully he does step up to the challenge because that's one thing Jalen hurts does not shy away from is the the big moment. And that'll definitely be one. Um, They're going to be tested if they make the playoffs, but that's an exciting challenge, you know, right? I mean, your first year, if you can do that um, and maybe step up, go toe to toe with the star QB, you can't ask for much else this year, considering where expectations were. I think it's very kind of ironic that we're doing this in the wake of Alabama about to kick off in a playoff where they're the number one seed and Jalen hurts. How many times is he in that position with Bama with a mm-hmm. good team that he could have stepped up and Tua goes in, but then he does step up against right. Georgia and last SEC title when he has to come in. This guy, I bet has such a big chip on his shoulder to prove everybody wrong. And that's the position I want my quarterback in. I want my quarterback to believe that they have the weight of the world on their shoulders and that if they perform up to their ability, they could carry a team to the next level. And that's what I want. I want Jalen Hurts to show me in a big game he's a guy he can. this team wins because of. And once I have that marker You need that on a shirt, you know, like win because of. Yeah, win be a guy. I'm a guy you win because of. That's yeah. what you want. In life, in any aspect, always be a person you win because of. And Jalen Hurts, I think his competitive attitude will get him there. I think his mental smarts and his ability with his athleticism is a very good combination. And we have three games left of this season, but it all comes down to going 1-0 and here against Washington. I know we got a little long-winded talking in the future. If he goes out there and does what he does in that first half, which he did against the Giants or in the first quarter against Washington – Man, I would kiss the playoffs goodbye. But if he does what he did in the second half against right. the Giants and the final three quarters against Washington, 
man, they, they could finally maybe exactly. hit that 40 point marker, that 50 point marker. Like it's right there. Like it's, it's there for the taking. Now go take it. Stop shooting yourself in the foot. Turn a new leaf going into 2022 and make things right and go forward as this Philadelphia Eagles team and make a mess of the playoffs as they always do. They always I create so. chaos. I love the chaos factor. Yep. And the Eagles are the team that's going to do it. The next time we are on the show, it will be the post-game show after the matchup against Washington. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're going to be talking about a playoff berth. Hopefully we are. Happy New Year, everybody. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Eagles wherever you get the show. We're on Twitter as well, at Lockdown Birds, at DiBiase, L-O-E, at GC24 underscore football. And you can watch us as well on YouTube. We'll be back on Sunday. Enjoy your New Year's. Enjoy the game on Sunday. And we'll see you next time. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. Thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And let's go, Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.